Good morning and welcome to On The Pace on a Monday morning. Michael Guerin joining you for the next half an hour to talk all things harness racing. It's been a pretty crazy time in harness racing. As we all know, there's some doubts over things like where the Victoria Cup will be run. With the Inter-Dominions, what's the decision going to be there around whether it will travel to the regions? We'll talk to John Dummersey later in this half an hour about that. And also, try and find you a winner. The harness racing in New South Wales today heads to Goulburn, and a man with a big team there and plenty of winning chances is James Rattray. He doesn't often come on the radio. So, James, thank you for taking the time to join us this morning, mate. Good morning, mate. Hope you're going well, buddy. Um, mate, first race on the card the end of the day goes just after 2 o'clock, so obviously you're pretty close to home. One of your rear trotters is a rugby flare. Very good last time, James. Racing more or less the same horses. Uh, is it close to a good thing today on the first on the card at Goulburn? Uh, yes, he's a very talented mare. Um, got a few tricks, but um, I think if she does does everything right, she's been really good the last two. She should be hard to beat. Mate, she's racing the same sort of horse as she raced last time. Obviously, the majority of the field trained by another local trainer in Grant Forest because we obviously are in regional racing. Um, is it a case that if she trots all the way, she'll probably be too good for these? Uh, I think she'll be hard to beat. Um, Grant's got a couple of nice trotters there and um, good former and a couple of others. But, um, yeah, she's shown she can run a good mile at Meningle and, and she was really good there last time. And she she seems really well on herself. So, fingers crossed she does everything right. Jimmy, talk to us about Goulburn for those who don't watch a lot of harness racing in that region. Is it one of those tracks, like a lot of harness racing tracks, where it pays to be in front? Or is it a track that you can come from off the scene, particularly today when there's small fields? No, you, it's it's a good track. It's a thousand metre track. Um, it's half an hour from home. Um, yeah, it's, it's good though. They can come from anywhere on this track. It's not biased at all. I yeah, really love going there, and it's a shame we don't get more meetings there. Mate, later on in the day, it's only a small card today. Only the six races and the fourth on the card. You train and drive honey chicken. She's shown ability in the past. It doesn't look the strongest field. What sort of chance would she have today? She's first up. Um, she's sort of getting ready for a Breeders' Challenge heat in the um, middle of next month. Um, she sort of might be a little underdone there, but we'll need a couple of runs. But uh, she's drawn to get a nice trip, and I don't think she'll be far away at all um, in that field there. The two-year-old has got Hewitt going really good, but stepping up against the older horses. Um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd give her a show with a nice trip. James, is it a case when you say a horse is fresh up today and it has the breeders' challenge around the corner, is it a case that you tend to duck to the marker pegs and, and try and give them the easiest run possible while still trying to win rather than sort of burning and getting involved early? Uh, with her, I think so. She's sort of it's it's been hard for us to trial because we can't go to Menangle or anything, and she's she's missed out there last week, and they had trials Saturday, and she needs a couple of runs before before her heat's coming up. So that this is the way we've gone about it. We have found a nice race for her, and we'll give her a nice trip, and and um, hopefully she's not far away. Mate, you had the stable star. 
and the last on the card here. And um, Ignatius, he's in a 17-10. It's only a small field. It's a pretty good field. I mean, there's some serious horses in here. Send it and Rock and Marty. I thought he was enormous last time out behind Star Major when you quinelled the race at the Riverina. I thought he'd be winning today, but before we get on to Ignatius, where is Star Major going to hit? Because clearly he could have been in this race today, so I'm wondering where he's going to hit next. Star Major's nominated for Saturday at Menangle. Um, I think at this stage I'll have to transport him in um, and find a driver in there, but he uh, he can fit an up to 95 race, so we're sort of looking to to place him there before the, the bigger races later on. Mate, were you surprised a horse like him and then obviously Ignatius chasing him to go 150.3 around Wagga last time because that, that's absolutely fine. Oh, it was super time. He, he, Star Major had gone 151 there before um, and he said he came back really good. He was, he was good first up, went second to Ignatius at Goulburn and, and really come on from then. And um, I wasn't really surprised. I thought he'd be really hard to beat with the draw. He, he had the draw on a couple of the main Hewitt, Hewitt runners and Ignatius sort of got into a bit of trouble on the turn and, and finished <laughs> off really well. But he um, no, they both, both went super. All right, James, you've got the draw advantage over Send It and Rock and Marty, two of the Hewitt horses today. Are you expecting Ignatius can use that and roll forward? Because obviously punters wanting to multi him up into the short odds would love to see him in front. Uh, yeah, that's right. He's sort of um, drawn underneath them and we'll, we'll push forward early and um, hope to find the front. What's the plans? Jimmy, for a horse like Ignatius and, and Star Major, are they horses who would head to an Inter-Dominion campaign? Yeah, they'll they'll both be nominated. Um, Ignatius is also nominated for Saturday night, um, and it's all well and good. Hopefully we can um, head down to the Vic Cup and, and then look at um, the Inter-Dominion later on in the year. If you head to a Vic Cup, obviously you can't go drive yourself, James. How tricky is that for a trainer? How tricky is this getting horses to different states? Do you have to give them to other people to train? Do you have to organise drivers in advance? How much planning goes into a campaign like that if, in fact, it goes ahead? Yeah, it's made it very difficult. But um, we've sort of got a good relationship there with Keith Cotchin and, and um, with our Vic Red horses and going down in the past. and. Um, it's, it's not bad travel travel for them, and they get looked after really well. They go down for the race and then and then come back home. Um, all well and good, and there's plenty of good drivers about. Um, shame you sort of can't go and drive them yourself, but um, plenty of good drivers about. James, how many horses? Are you working out there? Because uh, you've always seemed to have a good horse around you. Obviously, we know you had bow tied for a long time. You've got Ignatius and Star Major now. So your strike rate's pretty good. How many horses do you actually have under your care? Um, probably got around 15 race horses and then usually do five or six um, yearlings every year, breakers and ones we've purchased from the sales and bred, bred ourselves. So. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a good number, and I've got a good staff that work really hard and 
Charlie Castles is doing a great job. He's, he's driving terrific, um, getting a few winners, and it's good to see. Well, mate, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today, James. I think you're going to dominate this afternoon at Goulburn, and thanks for giving us updates on your stable stars, where they're heading, how it all works, and some of the tricky planning that goes into this time uh, with those good horses. So have a good afternoon. Do you make travel safe with the horses on the short trip to Goulburn and back, and have a couple of travel, uh, travel safe in your spins around the track there today. Thanks very much, Nick. James Rattray, the man who, of course, won Miracle Miles and into Dominions with the mighty Bowtide. And he's got a very good horse, not as good, but pretty good horse in Ignatius and Star Major was awesome at Wagga last time. So he's got two players for that into Dominion coming up in late November into December. The question will be whether those races get to Bathurst and Newcastle, the second and third rounds of heats potentially heading there. We'll try and get an update on that from John Dummersy, the boss of Harness Racing New South Wales, when he joins us in around 10 minutes' time. We'll take a break here on On The Pace on a Monday morning. Hope you're going okay in lockdown. We'll come back on the other side and talk about one of the most exciting trotting mares in Australasia. Team up with the professionals and cover your falls from 24 hours of age with HQ Insurance. No excess on life-saving surgery claims. Agreed value, fall rate guarantee and the optional extended fall policy until a 2023 yearling sales. Be sure, insure with HQ. Form Guide, brought to you by Tabs The Lock. New on the Tab app. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help, 1800 858 858. Darley Stallions. They win. September run driven out and the filly is going to do it again down the straight. They sell. At 2.1 million, he goes done. They get you to the big days. She has to dig deep the filly and Montefilia claims the two group ones in a week. Darnley Stallions, they win, they sell, they get you to the big days. If you only breed one, breed with Darley in 2021. Welcome back to On The Pace on a Monday morning. We've been talking with James Rattray about his chances at Goulburn today. That's the New South Wales Harness Meeting. We also race at Menangle tomorrow. We'll jump forward to that in a second. But a man who has good drives there and drove a very, very talented horse on Saturday night is Jack Callahan. Jack, congratulations, mate. You had a, a treble at Menangle on Saturday night. That takes a bit of doing. Thanks very much, Mick. Yeah, it was a very good night and just got a lot of good support and nice horses to drive, so it all worked out. Two of them were good. One of them was very, very good. The four-year-old American-bred mare, Aldebar and Ravani, she's raced in America. She's now had five or six starts in New South Wales. And, Jack, every time she steps on to Menangle, she looks to be getting stronger and more assured. Yeah, that she's... Definitely developing with every start here in Australia, and she's obviously put together a very good record now, and she looks like a very bright future. Mate, she blasted off the gate from barrier nine to win in 153.9 on Saturday night. How much quicker can she go at this stage? Uh, I'm not too sure. She's still on the up, uh, still learning how it is. She's only had 15 starts, so she's. Still pretty green and got a lot to learn, but in terms of ability, she's um, got, got plenty of it and 
I was really impressed with the way she blasted off the gate in the 26 quarter for a trotters. You don't see that very often at Menangle, and, and to still get home in such quick back up was very impressive. Jack, she looks a lovely horse to drive. She's got a beautiful gait. It must be nice sitting behind her because while sitting behind a good pacer is fun, there's not many more fun things than sitting behind a really smooth trotter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, definitely don't have to worry about any gating issues. She's uh, as clean as they come and, yeah, it makes my job a lot easier. I'm sure you've been involved in some chats in the coffee room with your bosses, Belinda and Luke McCarthy. Do you think there's any chance Elder Bear Ravani ends up in the Interdominions? I'm not too sure at the moment, Mick. Um, at this stage, we've just been racing her over a mile of the, the American breed. That's all they race over there, so she's used to that and seems to be working at the moment. So that'll just be up to Belinda and Duncan, the owner. So I'll just leave that up to them. Mate, a couple of other nice winners on Saturday night. Theory Tinkerbell was good, and, and so too was Rock Skinny Jeans, both of them overcoming whitish draws, particularly in the case of Theory Tinkerbell. So, oh, obviously, horses who are fitting into Saturday night racing pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Both those men race really good. Uh, I was able to get good trips with both of them, and they both ran away and won pretty impressively. Mate, you return to Menangle tomorrow, of course, the, the regular Tuesday afternoon meeting there. You're driving Law Legend in the second on the card. It's a, it looks a nice, even enough trot, I suppose, Law Legend's in its right grade there. Yeah, that's right. He's had a few Saturday night starts, and he's just quite not up to that level, but uh, back to the Tuesday grade will help him. 2,300-metre 20, suits and... Got good gate speed, so we'll push forward and let him roll along and see how he goes. Mate, you're getting plenty of support from your bosses, Belinda McCarthy being the mainstay of the training procedures there. You're on better romance for her in the third on the card. It's a hot favourite there in smooth debate, but better romance, a relative newcomer from Victoria, has got a bit of ability. Yeah, she's not too bad, Mick. She, um, only had one start for us and it was probably a fraction disappointing, but we expect her to improve off that run and uh, probably apart from the favourite, she looks like she should perform well in that race. But in the two-year-old race, you've got Don Lou. He's a, a son of Sweet Lou. Again, it's an even enough field. How's Don Lou progressing? Because as we know, with the youngsters, they, they go one way or the other once you start racing them. Is Don Lou a horse who can win a race shortly. Yeah, he certainly is, Mick. He's a um, beautiful two-year-old to drive, no boots, and really, really clean-gated, and he's been getting better with every run. He's had to sit past a few times, and showing he's got a bit of strength. So it's his first start at Menangle, so that'll obviously be a new experience for him, but uh, on his race form, there's definitely a good chance of it. You're driving a different Don, Don Key in the fifth on the card, mate. It's his 210th start. I'm not even sure he should get a driving fee for this, Jack. He could just go out there and run around by himself. Yeah, pretty much. He's, he's definitely experienced the old fella, and he'll just go back and we'll just look at the line with him. 
Now, mate, seventh on the card, you're driving Just Desi. This is the seventh tomorrow afternoon at Menango at 4.52. Just Desi's got a wide barrier draw. What sort of chance would she be for the Sky Sport Radio listeners? Yeah, you'll be a good chance. He's uh, form's been good since joining the stable. Uh, he's um, got really good gate speed, so you know, we'll probably slide forward and get into a handy enough spot. Uh, I expect him to run a good race. And mate, in the last on the card, you've got Pac-Man Hanover. I oh, sorry, Pac-Man Hammer. Good winner last week for trainer Pete Russo. Gets a good barrier draw here. Looks the horse to beat. Yeah, I think he does, Mick. He's um, obviously, well, uh, that good draw will help him. He's got binding gauge speed, so I expect him to be on the front end and he should take some catching. Jack, things are going very well for you, mate. What's the best chance of you driving a winner tomorrow at Menangle for those who want to follow you and after your treble on Saturday night? Um, I have to say Pac-Man Emma, Mick. He um, really impressed me last week. He was able to blast off the gate and then ripped up the straight really good as well. So he should improve off that run a bit and I think he should take a lot of beating. Now, Jack, I presume you're a guy who follows a bit of NRL, being from up Newcastle way. Are you a Knights fan? Is your team out of the finals or have you still got a hope in the finals? Yeah, unfortunately I am and we'll be asking to look for next year, Mick, but Things didn't go too well for us this year, but hopefully next year's our year. Well, Jack, there's always hope. I was exactly the same with the Warriors. You went better than the Warriors, brother, so I know exactly how you feel, mate. Congratulations on Saturday night. You did well there, getting a treble. You drove a very, very exciting horse. Mate, you're doing a super thing with your career at the moment. Keep it going, and good luck tomorrow at Menangle. Too easy. Thanks very much, mate. Young Jack Callahan, who like most Newcastle Knights fans, probably proud of their team, but disappointed they're not kicking on for this weekend as we get to the serious end of the NRL. A man who's too busy to worry about those things is John Dummersey. He's the CEO of Harness Racing New South Wales. He is just out of their latest Monday morning COVID meeting. Good morning, John. Thank you for taking the time to join us. It's good to be able to um, come on after these meetings and just give the... Our participants, a bit of an idea of where we're up to with some very important decisions that will come through this week, next week, and the following week with the, the way forward for uh, harness racing in New South Wales. Okay, John, let's talk about immediacy of the next week. Is there anything participants, or in fact punters, of course, need to know about harness racing in New South Wales this week, which could be different from last week? Not particularly different from last week, but what I, I would like to say is we're looking very closely at um, vaccination rates. Uh, we're informed of where the government's heading, but, but as we know, things can change. Um, but vaccinations will be extremely important um, going forward. So uh, I, I say to participants, if you aren't vaccinated, um, please get in the line, get in the queue um, and get vaccinated. Because in the middle of October, we have the the, the real opening of, of horses coming, and they have to come from the, the outer regions to compete in the semi-finals of the Breeders' Challenge. So vaccinations will be very important at that point for the way we said, of course, uh, and, and make sure anybody that's coming with you, they be strappers, and of course, um, they need to be bring with them proof that they are re-licensed, that, that they're vaccinated as well. We're hoping to see by the end of October that uh, we've got crowds 
back on course for these major meetings that are coming up. So vaccinations are important. But when it comes to Menangle on, on Saturday night, we're just waiting for a little bit more information for um, the higher grade horses who aren't getting all the opportunities they need to get in the regional areas that they come back into. But uh, as we know, um, Campbelltown LGA, where Menangle Park is, is a uh, an LGA of concern. So we're just working through getting um, um, affirmation that we can do what we're doing, bringing these people in, because they've got, of course, they've got to go out into the country areas, and the country areas we know we're getting these little spot outbreaks, and we certainly don't want that uh, for all of community, not only harness racing, but all of community. So they're the things we're looking at right at the moment. John, have there been any conversations at the executive level of harness racing in New South Wales about making all participants compulsory vaccination? We've seen that with Racing Victoria. Uh, racing New South Wales haven't gone that way. Has it been discussed? And can you explain to us what the problems with that could or would be? Uh, Australia is a wonderful country. Um, we have our own liberties, and they also always must be protected. So it's a choice that people will make. Uh, do they wish to be vaccinated? That's their choice. The next part becomes, um, in our area, what can people uh, be permitted to do if they're vaccinated or not vaccinated. So we will go down what will pe people be permitted to do. So they get the choice of what they what they want to do with vaccinations, but where they need to go, and that is protecting the greater majority and themselves, is, is where we go forward. So those choices will come, and that's why um, we're saying vaccinations, um, in, in what we're looking at, will be will be very important. John, at times when things are going a little bit rugged like they are at the moment for all of us, people need something to look forward to. The Breeders' Challenge has been outstanding. It's been great fun. Everybody's enjoying it, but we hope to get all these horses together at Menangle. How is that going to work? And after that, the same thing happens on an even bigger scale for the Inter-Dominion, which, of course, starts late November. Do you have plans in place that are going to enable all the horses who want to go to those finals to go, as long as the people involved with those horses are, as mentioned, vaccinated. Well, well, the vaccination, as we'll repeat, is important. However, we already know we can do it because we, we were doing it in an LGA of concern. Where uh, the, the little hurdle came up, or major hurdle, whichever way you want to look at it, is when it, when it got into the regional, rural and regional areas that these little spot fires are coming up. We, we saw Young last week, nothing to do with harness racing, and we seen Albury last week, nothing to do with harness racing also. They were put into this stay-at-home lockdown. So that makes it really difficult. We don't want to be um, responsible for anything leaving uh, an LGA of concern that may um, may cause a problem for the rest of the community. So that's what we're working with. Um, we can do it because we Menangle's marvellous. You, you, we can separate different regions in that one complex and, and go ahead and race. We already did that. But it's when, when the virus got out of the uh, Greater Sydney area, it, it causes concern and, and real concern for everybody, for the, the government, for health, for, for us, that we don't want to be part of that. Now, we already have protocols that these horses can come in, but they have to come in, as they do with with the thoroughbreds, on, on a horse transporter. So trainers can still compete at Menangle, but it's the participants that is, is the missing link. But I would suggest that by next week, not this Saturday, the following Saturday, certainly the higher-grade horses will be able to come into Menangle uh, with their trainers. But at this time, 
there are horses coming in without their trainers from from Bathurst, for example, or from um, the, the Goulburn, what we call the Goulburn area, they're coming in, but their trainers can't come in. So they've got, they've, they've got to follow the protocols we have in place, which is the same protocols we've got in place for Queensland or, or Victoria with horses that come across the border. Horses can come, but at this time, at this time, participants can't. John, I know it's a long way away and it's a very movable situation, the COVID situation, but everybody's looking forward to the interdependence. We're so proud it's coming back to New South Wales in 2021. Is there a date that your executive team have come up with when they will need to make a final decision about whether we will be able to go to Bathurst and Newcastle, which we all want to do? Is there a date where that decision has to be made for the logistics of the series? Well, the first date that's important to us is the close of nominations, which is next Monday. So I, I suggest if, if you have a horse, you think you might want to run into the Inter-Dominion under the terms as they are now, and that is going to Newcastle and Bathurst, nominate. Second part is, well, we'll have to see how it evolves with government um, with this roadmap, this roadmap to reopening New South Wales. Now, one thing the government has said very clearly at this stage Unless you're double vaccinated, you won't be going to the country areas of New South Wales. And when you get to those country areas, you'll be only mixing with people with with double vaccinations. So that is all based on on projections that the double vaccination will be satisfied in New South Wales if people keep on getting vaccinated at the rate they are. And the rate is 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 quite uh, rapid in this respect. That uh, areas um, and I wouldn't be surprised if. If Freedom Day, that uh, wonderful day that um, we're all going to receive, actually comes early, if, if all the citizens of um, the city, New South Wales, comply with vaccination. So, yes, um, it, it's it's something we, we need to seriously think about. Are we vaccinated? Are we not? What will our choices be? So as far as the answering your question, what is the date? That date, I would suggest, wouldn't be uh, until well into October when we know what's facing us at that time. Uh, the series doesn't start until the end of November. So uh, time is on our side and, and there are events which will occur, other sporting events, other racing events, which will occur before then, which will help shape um, where we are. Uh, capacities, crowd capacities will be known by then and um, government will deliver those. We won't be making a decision on crowd capacities. Government will be telling us who we can and can't have on course. But um, at this stage, it's uh, racing in Newcastle, racing in Bathurst for heats, and certainly the, the main focus will be on, on Menangle. John, that's great news. You did mention the fact that after today's meeting, there are things that may change over coming weeks. For example, the free-for-all horses potentially being able to race at Menangle next week with their trainers and being separated. What's the best way for participants to keep up with all the movements here? Of course, we can get you on the radio, but how can people keep up with this information which is so crucial to their planning? Uh, read the notices that we put out. Yes, there might be uh, quite a few notices, but just take the time to read the notices. Um, so uh, participants are aware of uh, what we're doing and when we're doing it, um, that's that's the best advice I can give because they are direct notices to industry participants, uh, trainers uh, alike um, should just read those notices, um, take the time. I, I would say that is the best way. Of course, we, we get across with you, we get across in, in other media, but the notices are very important if you need to know exactly what we're doing. 
John, we appreciate your time. Keep fighting the fight. Uh, we certainly will. And, and uh, an apology an apology from Harness Racing New South Wales with our rapid antigen testing at um, Parks last week. It didn't go uh, to plan, uh, but I can assure participants that um, uh, we will improve that process to make sure in two instances that uh, it, it does go to plan and where we can improve it even further is if we can get a, a quicker process altogether because um, rapid testing at uh, race courses is another another uh, protection uh, that we need to put in place so that we, we look after our own, our own fraternity who are racing um, week in, week out in each region twice a week. So we, we want to keep racing, but just bear with us. But there is an apology for that, that uh, little hiccup, maybe a major stuff up, some people might say, that occurred last week at Parks. John, these things happen during COVID. I think everybody needs to be a little bit relaxed about the fact that some things don't go quite the way they should when you're in the middle of a pandemic. John, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you, Michael. That's John Dumasy, the boss of Harness Racing New South Wales. Lead the notices they put out. That way you'll be well informed with information. The movable feast continues. We're all of us together. There's lockdown all over Australasia. Hopefully you can back a winner to keep you interested or amused. We're heading to Goldburn today. We're heading to Menangle tomorrow and also to Albury tomorrow night. That's on the pace for a Monday. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Sky Sport Radio for giving us a bit of extra time to get those details from John. Brittany Graham will join you at 10.30 for the next On the Pace on Wednesday morning.